Nedarim daf ayin dalet. The last thing we were discussing was at what point can the arus start to uh, annul vows? According to Rabbi from the second he has to feed his arusan, Hakim said until they get married he cannot annul vows. And with that we're going to start ayin dalet amud aleph, straight first line by the Mishnah. Shomeret yabam, a woman whose husband passed away. And she's waiting for one of the, the brothers, Ben Yabamihad, Ben the one brother, or she's waiting for two brothers to do the Yibum or Halitzam. Rebili Azir Omer Yafer, the Yabam is allowed to annul uh, along with partnership with uh, the father. Rebbe Yoshua Omer, Le'ehad Avalolishnaim. Rebbe Yoshua says only if she's waiting for one person, but not when she's waiting for two. If it's one of two brothers, or more, then uh, we don't know who's the, the right Yabam, and we don't know who could annul the vows. The brothers can't annul the vow, not if it's one, not if it's two. And Amar Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer explains his reason. The reason I hold that the Yabamim, or the future Yabamim, one of them could annul the vow, is because Ma'im Isha if a person acquired his own wife, he's allowed to annul vows. But a woman who was acquired to him from the Shamaim by his older brother passing away, and now that she fell to him, all the more so that he should be able to annul her vows. So Amar Lord Biakiva, who said that the Abam cannot annul, you can't compare. In the case where he acquired his own wife, nobody has a reshut, nobody has any sort of connection to her, and therefore the vows. But in the case of Shomer Yabam, where the Shamaim acquired this woman to you, and it's not a strong kinyan, because there's other brothers over here who also have a uh, uh, some sort of connection to this uh, woman. So you, you can't compare one case and others. Uh, they should not be able to do uh, an annulment. So Amar Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua, who stepped in and said there's a difference between one and two. Akiba, Debarecha, what you're saying, that's Bishnei That's if there's at least two brothers, then you're right. Each one has a connection to this woman. Let's say there's only one brother. Then what are you going to say? You, you, you have no choice but to learn the Kalva Homer. And that's why Rabbi Yeshua holds that one brother could do Yibum because it's automatically falling to him. But if there's two, then no. Amar lo, but Rabbi Akiva pushes back. En ha'ibama gemura le'yabam. That the Yabama is not completely acquired to the Yabam. Keshem sha'arusa gemura le'yishah. The same way uh, in Arusa is connected to the to her future husband. Meaning, just, just let's take a, a quick example that a person's with a Shomer Tiabam, there's no Hayuf Sekila, but if someone was with an Arusa, there is a Sekila. So you see, by the Arusa, the connection is much stronger than a Shomer Tiabam. And the Gemara starts, I understand why Rabbi Akiva holds that nobody could do the Hatara because Savar and Zika, he holds that that connection is not strong enough like an Arus. In order to annul vows, holds that there is a connection, and that's why if there's one, you could do the annulment. What's what's his reason? He holds that they could always do the annulment. If there's zika, meaning if she's considered married, okay, that should work when there's one. 
But when there's two, and Berera, you can't figure out who she belongs to, meaning they both have some sort of connection to her. Meaning, even if they both do it, it doesn't work that way. It says, Isha Yakimenu Ferenu, meaning her husband is the one who has to annul it. And right now, neither of them are 100% her husband, and they can't annul it. And to get technical, even according to the rabbis who hold, there is a Breda, we could figure out. That's if you know retroactively who it was. But over here, we just don't know yet. They're both there. So again, there'd be the Isaiah. If there's zika, then in brera, then you can't figure out. So the Gemara brings down an answer. Amar biami kegon ba ma'amar. We're talking about a, a situation where one of the yebamin did a ma'amar. A ma'amar would be sort of like a kiddushin. He gave her money, and you are now sanctified upon to me, even though that really doesn't do much by yibum. It does, in a sense, swear now she is designated only to him. Meaning he is the only one who could do a yibum halitza to her. And the Gemara explains the machloket. They hold that ma'amar kone kinyan gamur. That when uh, Yabam does a ma'amar, he does sort of an engagement with the Yabama. That makes him and her totally uh, acquired to each other. And uh, if they want to get divorced, they don't need a halitza anymore. Now they, they need an actual get. And therefore, he, his annulment is an annulment. The Rabbi Yeshua, he would tell you, when do we say that a ma'amar is like a kinyan? That's behad yabam, if there's only one yabam, aval yabamin lo. When there's two Yebamim, there's brothers, no, because is there anything if brother number two comes and makes this woman asur to the brother who did Yibum, how, baby, how, begita, by either being with her or by giving her a get, and you want to stay, and you want to say that brother number one is still so strong he could annul vows, meaning brother number two could step in out of nowhere and make this Yebama Asur to brother number one. He technically could do that. So how could you say brother number one's uh, connection, even with the Ma'amar, how could you say it's so strong that he could annul vows when brother number two could always make her Asur to him? Therefore, it's only when there's one brother, but when there's two, no. Just told us plainly, there's no zika, there's no connection. This uh, ma'amar doesn't do much. That uh, she, that it's not strong enough that he could annul vows. Now the Gemara asks Ul Rabbi Al Azar, not Rabbi Al Azar. Rabbi Al Azar is the one we mentioned before, so we have to switch this to Rabbi Al Azar. Ul Rabbi Al Azar, the Amar Ma'amar, the Bet Shemai, and Kone El Lidhot Betzara. According to Rabbi Al Azar, when Bet Shemai said. That that ma'amar is konekinyan gamur. Rabbi Al Azar explains bechamai that all it does is is push away a tzara, meaning according to Rabbi Al Azar, bechamai would hold that in this case of a ma'amar, she would still need a halitza, not just a get. And the only thing it helps is that if a tzara falls to this brother, from, meaning let's say. Her sister is married to brother number two. She was married to brother number one, and uh, he died. She falls to brother number three. Her sister number two married to brother number two. And now, uh, after brother number three did ma'amar with sister number one, now brother two dies, and now sister number two falls to him. 
if they already did a ma'amar, if brother number three and sister number one did a ma'amar with each other, then sister two can come in and make that marriage asur. She can't say, oh, now it's asur nibum. Because the mama they did strengthens their connection. That if a, if an if a sister falls in front of him, she doesn't make it asur. So now, according to Rabbi Azar, my ikalememar, what is he going to say? How, according to him, is the yabam going to annul vows when there's brothers? So the Gemara answers, he would answer, we're talking about where one of the brothers already went to Betin, he agreed to get married, and he agreed to give her mezonot, that any woman who makes a vow, it's on the mindset of her husband agreeing to it. And Rabbi Lazar holds, since he agreed to pay for her mezonot, he now becomes her husband in that sense, where he could annul her vows. Now, Rabbi Ami explained that our Mishnah is talking about a situation where one of the brothers did a ma'amar. And the Gemara doesn't like that because Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, He wanted, Rabbi Eliezer in our Mishnah wants to learn a Kalva Homer. This is, you know, in regards to a woman where a person himself acquired, he's allowed to annul her vows. A woman that was acquired to him from the Shamaim by her husband passing away and her falling in front of the brother. All the more so that he'll be able to annul her vows. Now, now, if we're talking about a situation where he did ba'amar, that means he did some sort of uh, kiddushin, meaning he gave her a coin, he gave her something, right? Then kanal Then that counts as him himself buying her that he acquired. It's not the. Uh, Acquired to him from the Shamaim. So the Gemara explains, no, what we meant to say is Shamaim. He acquired it himself, but because of Shamaim. The Shamaim put her in front of him and he gave her something, and that's why it's called Minha Shamaim. So now the, the Gemara says, well, Tifshot de So, okay, based on Rabbi Ami, we can understand what uh, Rabbi asked. He said, he, Rabbi asked the question, Ma'amar de Bet According to Bet Shamai, what does Ma'amar do? Does it make them engaged or does that make them married? And based on what we're explaining up until now, Tifshot de Nisuin Osa, it sounds like it does a Nisuin, it's a high level. Because if it only does, if this ma'amar only does irusin, only engagement, hatnan we learned that her morasa, her husband and father, annul the vows together. And over here we're saying that the, the yabam who did a ma'amar annuls her vows without the father. The Gemara says, wait a second, no, 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 Amar of Nachman by Yitzhak, my affair, what is the affair that Rabbi Eliezer was talking about? The affair b'shutafut, he annuls with the partnership with the father, but not by himself. And Tanya Nami Achi, Rabbi Ami, we have a Braita like Rabbi Ami that Rabbi Eliezer was talking about where he did a ma'amar, that we learned in the Braita, Shomirat Yabam, Ben Yabam Echad, Ben Shenei Abamim, a woman waiting for a Yabam to do Yibum, whether it's one or two brothers, Rabbi Eliezer Omer Yafer, Rabbi Eliezer allows the Yabam to do an annulment, Rabbi Yoshua Omer Lehad Veloshnaim, Rabbi Yoshua only allows if there's one brother, not two brothers, Rabbi Akiva Omer, Lo Lehad Veloshnaim, not one, not two, the Yabam cannot annul vows. So now, Amar Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer wanted to learn the Kalva Homer that a Yabam could annul vows from a Yabama. Take a regular woman. 
he has no right in her until they actually get married. Once they get married, she's totally his. And uh, he could annul her vows without the father. A woman, like a Shomeret Yabam, he has rights to her, certain rights to her before they get married. Once they get, once they get together, once he did a Masek like a Ma'amar, all the more so, that should finish the job, and he should totally have a right to annul her vows without the father. So, you can't compare this woman, a regular woman, to a Yebama, because in the case where he acquired this woman to himself, what was the case over there with the regular woman? By the same way, he had no halik uh, in this woman. No one else had a halik in her. So therefore, when he did a kinyan, so he got rights to do hatarat nidarim, hafarat nidarim to her. Tomar, how are you going to compare that? Tomar with the yabama who was acquired from the shamaim without any action. The way, the same way, he has rights to her. But other people also have rights. Meaning, the other brothers have rights. So his kinyan is not really strong enough to do hafarat nidarim. So Amar Lo Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua answers back to Akiva, Devarecha, you you work great. Mishnei Abamin, that's when there's two Abamin. Maata Meshiv Ali Abam Echad. What would you do if there's only one brother, and he's the one who did the Ma'amar? Amar Lo Rabbi Akiva answered, Kelum Hilaknu. We we never we never separated the cases. We never differentiated the cases. Whether it's one yabam, two yabamin, same rules. Whether there's the mamar, no mamar, there's no difference in in all these cases. We can we consider her like an aram or asa. And the same way in regards to other things, she's not considered a Na'aram or Asad, then we're posek the same thing, Lagabed and Nedarim. And I hold, they can't do any hafarat Nedarim with the Yabama. And Balashona Amar ben Azai, and ben Azai said about himself, Haval Alecha ben Azai, Shiloshi Mashtat Akiva. Woe to you, ben Azai, that you didn't serve Ribi Akiva. He was such a great Tamid Hakam and he knew how to answer beautiful answers. Haval, I didn't uh, serve him. And the Gemara will explain how exactly it's a proof to the Biyami, but we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.